The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show. Welcome to another episode of the Mr. Nelson Show. Episode 99. That right. Can you believe it? Nope. Uh, I almost can't. But uh, here we are. So yep. one more episode. Well, maybe. What? And it'll be the 100th episode. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to do something special. Uh, still don't know what to do. <laughs> or rather that Bob I can't Shelter. do that's, What? Uh, Come on like now. But anyway, we'll, we'll get to it. Uh, will we? I don't know. Thanks to Trump's what? fire and fury, oh my we could be on the verge of a nuclear apocalypse. Yeah, well, maybe and- for that fat idiot over there in North Korea, be oh. that's what needs to be done. Oh my God! And Trump's giving him the message and the terms oh. that, that fat freak can understand. Well, See, this yeah. is what I'm. This is the point that needs to be made here. What? This provocative language oh, is boy. totally uncalled for. And dangerously unprecedented. Oh, oh good lord! Yeah, you know, I, I understand that uh, the the president even said uh, to North Korea huh? if they acted on any of their threats huh? that it would mean the end of their country. Yeah, as they know it. Good, oh my God, he's helping the answer. You see, that's the what? kind of extremist language that could push us all to the break. Oh, come on now. Uh, oh, wait. Uh, l- let me correct the record there. Uh, I wasn't quoting uh, President Trump. What? Uh, lefty. That was a quote from President Bill Clinton. What? Well, uh, huh. Uh, Who knew see. he could say something smart? Well, no. That's just taking yeah. it out of context. No, it ain't. That's just... Just shut up, Nelson. You're always no, pulling these little dude. pranks of yours. And I'm Not a joke, sorry. Lefty. Yeah, well, you're just going to have to be sick, Lefty. Because <laughs> the truth seems to be something you're allergic um, to. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, well, you see, Lefty, uh, Bill Clinton uh, had to uh, deal with the North Koreans, and a lot of new presidents do. That was all the way back in 93 from that quote. And North Korea tends to test new presidents. Now, they kind of slacked off with Obama when he came in, but you got to remember that was still the old guy. Well, the second in the generations of this family, of the Kim family. Uh, That was, uh, what was his name? Kim Jong-il. And uh, he was getting a little sick and old and eventually died. So uh, I guess they never really hit Obama quite like they did Clinton and uh, George W. Bush. But uh, here comes Trump, and so they're testing him here to see how he'll react and see what they can get away with and maybe try to extort some more money out of him, like they've done from those past uh, three presidencies that I've uh, mentioned here. What? Uh, What? What? What do you mean? Well, simply put, uh, Lefty, uh, Bill Clinton uh, entered into a deal where they would uh, get some money and some uh, deals for food and assistance for the people and all that, yeah. and uh, in exchange for them ending their nuclear weapons program. Which they did. So what's wrong with that? They detonated a nuclear bomb. Uh, so what? they didn't what? end it. They uh, continued right along well, yeah, but and they probably used uh, resources and money it, that it, we it gave them. Fault. 
in order to do so. So, God great going, Bill Clinton. That was just So, uh, now they've reached the point, apparently, to uh, miniaturize their nuclear bombs to fit of an intercontinental ballistic missile, which has the potential of reaching the mainland United States. So, if this is the case, and I do stress if, this is an escalation and quite threatening and makes matters worse. But it also goes to show that the uh, policies of the past three administrations were pure crap uh, when it well, comes to one out of uh, three. North Korea. Oh, my God. Uh, well, Trump's president now, and it's on his watch. And I believe that he's problematic and he's leading us down the wrong path. Yes, his bellicose and uh, bullying language Lord. could force this regime into a corner God, you can always snap back well uh lefty you know dialogue's important yeah and that's why i always let it be wide open here on the nelson show well, so that we can discuss our individual ideas and uh, hash it out and then uh, of course i always win and what? i can shut you off no. anytime i want but nevertheless what? oh my God. Uh, it's good to have the open field for dialogue Unlike Google. Oh, God, here we go. Look, right. that little peckerhead got what he deserved. Oh, hell no. He was gauging in horrible, demeaning, and depowering what? dialogue and stereotypes of women. Oh, and come on. simply cannot allow that. And I salute Google in their yeah, efforts in pursuit of diversity. Yeah, but All that's he not, ever said that, was men and women are different. That, yeah, that's if you just, ever look under the caboose lifter, you'd know that. Oh, my so, God. Well, I guess when you look down, you can't tell. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, oh, boy. Well, uh, all right. Uh, well, yeah, he was uh, actually referring to the yes there. Surprise, there are differences between men and women. Oh, yeah. And he was suggesting that they pursue the advantages that each has in their particular talents what? and skill sets rather than acting like they're all the same or promoting one over the other, which, is, which appears to be what diversity is all about in the uh, politically correct cult that uh, Google seems to be completely infested with. And uh, that uh, basically uh, straight white males... You just don't want those around. <laughs> and well, and yeah, uh, any differing opinions from that um, must be immediately uh, removed like a cancer. What? So uh, here's what, what he wrote, what uh, like a brief paragraph from yep. his memo. Uh, Google's political bias has equated the freedom from offense uh, with uh, s- uh, psychological safety, but shaming yeah. into silence no is way. the antithesis of psychological safety. What? Uh, yep. The silencing has created an illogical echo chamber where some ideas are too sacred to be honestly discussed. The lack of discussion fosters the most extreme and authoritarian elements of this ideology. Oh my God. Only facts and reason can shed light on these biases. But when it comes to diversity and inclusion, Google's left bias has created a politically correct monoculture that maintains its hold by shaming dissenters into silence. The silence removes any checks against encroaching extremist and authoritarian policies. Yeah, what he said. I'm sorry, but that might as well have come right out of my car. What? I mean, 
I don't even know what that is, oh, but God. still, I don't like the sound of it, Lefty. Yeah, and you're being dishonest about what happened to this man. He, he lost his dead. job just for speaking his mind. Oh, that's wrong. If you're going to allow that, then this ain't America. Oh, it ain't. The First Amendment, which I believe he referred to, refers to what the government can or cannot do. It doesn't refer to private entities, which Google uh, yeah. Well, you know, Lefty, it's good to see you finally taking up a corporate case. What? Meanwhile, uh, it probably is a weak case uh, for a First Amendment infringement in the case of this, uh, because I, I, I mean, I think there was some uh, arguments that uh, he was using uh, Google property, exactly. and, uh, that he when he leaked it, that was the problem. Yeah. Uh, you know. Uh, but either way, uh, I suppose they're on grounds to terminate him for that. But yeah. unfortunately, the CEO's uh, statement on the matter uh, was accusing him of all kind of attacks against women and all this sort of right. stuff, uh, stereotypes yeah. and all that. And there's none of that in the actual memo. What? So uh, he may, uh, the, Mr. Demore here, the man was fired, uh, have a case for defamation of character oh, here. Uh, what? Uh, slander uh, against uh, the uh, CEO uh, of Google+. Plus. Uh, boy, uh, this is not a good uh, image for the company here. And it also Standing plays into women? what a lot of people have suspected. Standing up for women that, is That uh, Google image. is so good far Lord. left that they're uh, actually uh, quite hostile to uh, any uh, attitude that doesn't conform with their own. So you should always be hostile towards hate. In the case of uh, YouTube, which Google owns... Uh, you've got a lot of uh, popular uh, YouTube channels on there by uh, people, uh, commentators that are conservative or on the right, oh, and their their They're accounts get demonetized, and uh, they're constantly uh, pressured, and some are even eliminated. They should so, be, yeah. Uh, and you can see that there, this gives more credence to the fears that that's just what, what you, Google's. I mean, uh, yeah, Google's doing through through YouTube of silencing any oh, uh, voices Lord. that they don't care for. You know, they'd have a case for someone who's doing something really disgusting, uh, you know, pornography or uh, death threats and this sort of thing. Uh, they would have be on solid ground, but just the guy discussing that Democrats aren't a good party. What? Uh, you now that's not reason enough for you to demonetize them and uh, try to uh, you know nudge them out the door. Oh my God, this is just poppycock. Oh, good Lord, Lefty, why do you got to bring in your sexual activities into this? Why? What the hell are you what? talking about? You said poppycock. <laughs> of YouTube and genitals. What? <laughs> uh, that brings us to a YouTube video that I think we all need to sit around and, and watch together and discuss. Yes. Uh, yeah, a lot of new ways of thinking going on today and it's hard to navigate the rules. Not so really. uh, we're going to watch this video from Riley Dennis. Oh, who, good. Uh, features pretty regularly on the uh, site yes, yeah, uh, Everyday Feminism. What about yes, yes. In order to like enlighten crap. and help people to understand how they're supposed to behave. Yeah. Oh, well, no. uh, Riley is a transgender woman. Oh, good yes. lord, so, no. Red, good lord. <laughs> Have some patience and um, show some respect. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, all right. Uh, uh, this uh, in which Riley discusses. And I think it's interesting where you follow the logic on some of these leftist ideas. You inevitably end up in this sort of scenario. So Riley is going to discuss uh, whether or not it's right to have preferences for certain genitalia. What? Recently on the internet, there's been a lot of discussion around genital preferences and transphobia. In this video, I'm going to use the word cissexism instead of transphobia, but oh they're really God. similar words. At its most basic, cissexism means prejudice or discrimination against transgender people. So what's yes. been happening is that some people are making the argument that it's not cissexist at all to only be attracted to people with one kind of genitals. For example, these people might normal. argue that being attracted to only women with vaginas in no way negatively affects trans people. On the other hand, I would argue that it's more complicated than that. We all have our implicit biases built into our preferences, and gender isn't as simple as just the genitals you have. But after I say oh that, God, I usually get hell? a bunch of blatantly cis-sexist responses. So I thought I'd address Good all God. of those responses at once. Number one, you're being homophobic. In this argument, I often get accused of homophobia, lesbophobia, oh. or lesbian erasure by lesbians who believe that I'm trying to change their sexual orientation oh or identity. God. They say that my language sounds a lot like a dude who tried to turn them straight or like conversion therapy. Those responses are mm. rooted in cis-sexism. This is because yeah. I'm not what? telling lesbians that they can't can't be lesbians. If you're a woman who only likes women, go ahead, identify as a lesbian. But some women have penises, and if the fact that some lesbians <laughs> may be attracted now to those offends you, it's What's because the joke here? trans women are real women. That's because these accusations oh of homophobia make it sound like I'm trying to convince lesbians to like men, but I'm you not. trying to show that preferences for women yeah. with vaginas over women with penises might be partially informed they by the influence of sexist penises. You do not have to what like lesbian men. You do not wants have to penis. Men or have sex with men. And if you yeah. think that's what I'm arguing, you're simultaneously strawmanning my argument and implying that trans women you are men. Number two, girl. you're upholding rape culture. This is no, honestly he, the worst response he's saying he said something but didn't say it. Didn't say it did. Trans what? women have a long history of being it's accused her. of being rapists by what? cis women. It's the logic behind oh bathroom God. bills that prevent trans women from using the right bathroom. It's why some cis women are terrified of the idea of sharing a locker room with they a trans should woman. Be. It's a very Good common Lord. tactic used by anti-trans folks to discredit trans women as just men trying to invade women's spaces so they can rape them. Even if this is not your intention of rape I mean, this is what you are implying, and it is where this argument comes from. Suggesting that trans women are rapists for wanting to be fully recognized as women is extremely harmful. And I should note exactly. that I'm not saying you have Thank to do you. anything without consent. I'm a big fan of affirmative consent, and you should never feel pressured to have sex with somebody. This isn't about well, an individual. This is not you're, saying you're you saying have to have sex with a trans woman dick. or a I mean, come on, you should man. examine what, the societal that, influences that like There's a massive difference between honing in on individual scenarios and considering wider societal issues and attitudes. Number three, I'm yeah. allowed to have my preferences. Technically, you're right. right. You're allowed you to have your preferences are. and you don't have to change anything. But there's there more to go. it than that. Ignoring changing. the deeper issues by stopping at a surface level analysis doesn't do this issue any justice. Like, right. you're allowed what? to have a lot of things. You're allowed to have prejudice towards trans people, but that doesn't mean yep. you should. So if we look exactly. a little deeper into Thank this you. issue, there's the possibility Boom. of your general oh, preferences your being at least somewhat partially yeah. informed by growing up in a cis-sexist society. There's also the exactly. fact that a preference is different Brilliant. than saying you would never Brilliant. do something. Like, for tall girls is fine, but refusing to date anyone under 5'7 is ridiculous. And obviously that's exactly. not a perfect I'll date a tall girl <laughs> just slow she doesn't have an Adam's apple. That trans women do. But I'm interested in having a conversation about labels and implicit bias and trans-inclusive language. Simply saying, it's my preference, end of discussion, is a good labels. way of sidelining all of those labels. issues and instead centering the feelings uh. of cis people in a discussion that's about trans people. Number four, exactly. I have a trans you friend who says this is okay. People no. love their tokens. Lord. I've done an entire video on moral licensing and why this is a terrible defense 
sense. But in summary, you'll always be able to find trans people to back up your cis sexist views. You'll always be able to oh find gay God. people who spout uh, anti gay rhetoric. You can even find people geez. of color who openly advocate racist policies. That. that doesn't make you right. Having a trans friend yes. doesn't mean you're suddenly an expert on trans issues. People often internalize negative ideas about their own identities and regurgitate well, them with passion. I met gay men who told it. me that their homosexuality was a yeah, sin yeah. and that their punishment was to be celibate for their what? entire lives. And even though so, they'd probably go to hell. Obviously, that would be anti gay for any straight person well, to say. And it's also on, not man. okay for gay people no, to advocate. Exactly. In the same way, if trans people are saying cis sexist garbage, it's still cis sexist garbage. And look, right. there are cis people who are on my side as well. So if you think it's okay to point to your token trans friend, then I can just point to mm -hmm. my token cis friend. Number five, I'm triggered yeah, by Yeah, you rock! Sexual trauma. That's completely understandable. I've never said that anyone should have to have sex with someone with a penis if they don't want Thank to. Intimacy God. with someone who has a penis is triggering for you. I would never yeah. suggest that you have to do that. Take your time to heal and work through Trigger. your trauma at your own pace. Just be aware that, that the majority of people be very who I can never date someone with a penis <laughs> argument are not doing so because of trauma or triggers. So that is all of the typical responses I could think of. The first two responses in particular come from turf, radfem, and gender critical ideologies, mm. which are all proudly anti-trans. Even if you don't oh consider yourself God. a part of those movements, you're siding with I them when you use their arguments. And their arguments reflect that. So even if you say you believe trans women are women, it doesn't do a whole lot of good if you're still completely siding with folks who don't believe that trans women are women. And the last thing good I want to say God. about this is that if you'd rather not have sex with a woman who has a penis, maybe just I'm don't make such a huge sick. deal of it. Trans women are often afraid of it's not being found over. attractive or desirable after me. coming out, and you're not helping. If you really want to be an ally to trans people, <sighs> you could just not talk about it. And by that, I'm not trying to censor you, okay? So don't pretend this is censorship. You have the freedom to exactly. say whatever you want. I'm just asking just you to consider you if should it's say it. say not saying you should say it. Or violent rhetoric. Because if you have but, an opinion that you know is but, only going to make people feel bad thing, about themselves, why constantly yeah. share it with the world? It's fine to not find people attractive, but it's mean to constantly yell about how unattractive you find those people, especially exactly. when those people are oppressed. See, For another imperfect analogy, it'd be like if you weren't attracted to girls with short hair. That would be fine, but you probably wouldn't write articles and make videos defending why it's okay for you to not like girls with short hair. You could do that, but yeah. sometimes it's just best to be polite. And that is everything exactly. I have to say on that topic. This video is a part of my Feminism with Riley series that I'm doing oh, in collaboration geez. with Everyday Feminism, a website dedicated to helping you stand up to and break down everyday oppression. Thanks for watching, and I'll see you next time. Oh, uh, okay. you sure will. You rock, girlfriend. Boom! Yeah, yeah, that's a win, man. That's a win. This is this is just oh. brilliant, brilliant. Really? Uh, good choice, there, Mister Nelson. Oh, yeah, there we had a transgender uh, woman, right? Uh, basically telling lesbians that they're transphobic if they don't have sex with transgender women. No, oh. and uh, get it on with dick. Oh yeah, God, that's basically what what he's saying there. Uh, Riley is saying, oh, I'm not saying that you don't have to, but or just don't it, talk. He's all over the place. No, she. And, uh, she. Yeah, she's all over the yeah, place. Get it right. Back and forth. It just goes to show that uh, on top of everything else, uh, Riley's a bit of an idiot. Oh, my uh, God. But, but still, uh, got to hand it to Riley here uh? because when you follow the logic of leftist thought, uh, you have to end up here. So, yes, uh, theoretically speaking, following the logic, Whoa. yes, you lesbians are transphobic when you refuse what? to have sex with trans women who do indeed have a penis. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, there you this, go. This, this, yeah. You know better than that creepy idiot from Google who pinned that stereotype uh, manifesto that attacks women. And here you are attacking trans women and lesbians, too. 
I might add, as right. if you were anyone who could possibly speak for them. I, I wasn't speaking for them. I was show, but just, they, you know, yeah. no wonder, no wonder there's so much pain and fear still out there from all the triggers that could pop up. Like a penis. But, oh, God, <laughs> you, shut up, Randy. You ruined everything. Damn it. Oh. Well, Lefty, at least you admitted that a penis can ruin things. Oh, God. Oh, hearty, high, high, high. But, you know, this is serious. There's people who are in pain. And we need to come together to give everyone a sense of safety and comfort wherever they may dwell. Yeah, but Lefty, uh, <laughs> uh, female employees staying home from work... Uh, because they were so triggered by James Damore's memo, uh, just plays more into uh, gender stereotypes than anything he wrote, you know, feeding into the ideas of women being overly emotional and irrational. Because <laughs> uh, you're telling me that uh, they're so triggered and scared of this guy. <laughs> well, baby, oh, you don't know. Come oh, on. Case closed. This was just a whole big episode of Stupid. Yeah, well, that's great, Lefty. That's great. All right, we'll take a break, and then we'll be back with a new episode of Sun King after this. Like the sound of my voice? Yes, you know you do. And you want to hear it in the best way possible. So why not get yourself some headphones and accessories from Tweaked Audio? Key features include eight colors and styles, mic'd and non-mic'd versions, designed to sound great for music and talk. Noise-reducing design with a lifetime warranty. So head over to TweakedAudio.com and use discount code Mr. Nelson at checkout for 33% off and free worldwide shipping. That's Mr. Nelson. M-R-N-A-I-L-S-I-N. It's not case-sensitive, but it is all one word. That's TweakedAudio.com. time on my brother's keeper now oh, man when i saw that uh, michaela moroni shaking that ass on that instagram well all i can say is thank god she's legal now <laughs> well yeah oh, 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 oh i gotta go oh man get off the phone god damn it what what do i do now cut the attitude i was just in the shop working on sally's chair Trying to fix it when I went looking uh, for uh, some glue. Uh oh. Uh huh. Uh, there weren't none, though I knew well, I had uh, bought no, two uh, bottles, uh, but it was all gone. Uh, what did I find? Uh, A bunch of bags uh, of glue uh, in the garbage. Uh, oh, Stop well, fidgeting it around, oh, damn it, oh, and answer me this Did you pour glue into a bag and huff it? Answer me, damn it. Did you huff my glue? No, damn it. No, I, I don't do that. I didn't do none of that. I didn't touch your damn glue. No. Well, then how do you explain all that shiny glue dripping out of your nose? Oh, oh damn. Oh, man, that is sticky. Oh, well, it's... I. Uh, it, 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 your glue. Oh, God. Damn, what the hell am I going to do with you? Oh, That's next time on My Brother's Keeper on TLC.
in space. No one can hear. I stand corrected. Wow! Sounds like a cool outer space movie! <laughs> it isn't. But fortunately, your old pal Mr. Nelson will be there to guide you through it. Yes, that's right. Cosmos War of the Planets was Italy's answer to Star Wars. But for some reason, it just didn't catch on. Maybe it was the cheap special effects, or the below soap opera level acting, or maybe it was the fact the studio forgot to turn the damn lights on. Anyway, our sci-fi romp stars John Richardson, who once had a shot at being James Bond, but he lost out to George Lazenby. <laughs> Richardson just couldn't catch a break. I mean, it's one thing to lose out to Sean Connery, or even Roger Moore, <laughs> but George Lazenby? <laughs> Warning, due to an extreme lack of talent, bathroom humor is deployed throughout the film. Whoa! Where can I pick up this goodie? <laughs> All you have to do is head over to selfie.com slash Nelson. That's S-E-L-L-F-Y dot com slash N-A-I-L-S-I-N. Yes, it's just that simple. And you can pick up this particular sci-fi adventure for only $1.75. Whoa, cheap! <laughs> yes, yes it is. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Smellogs Poop, the super delicious laxative, presents The Adventures of Sun King. Faster than the speed of light, more powerful than an atomic bomb, able to leap the moon in a single bound. Up in the sky! It's a comet! It's a UFO! No! It's Sun King! Yes, Sun King. And who? Disguised as mild-mannered tabloid reporter Mark Milktit, fights a never-ending battle for truth and justice. In our previous episode, Mark Milktit and his guise of Sun King is investigating the murder of movie star Tiara Rex. It appears it's possible that her own husband, Let's Rex, had her murdered and framed the gardener, Taco Tortilla, for the crime. But on his approach to the Havenville County lockup, where Taco Tortilla is being held for the murder of TRX, Sun King finds that a lynch mob has arrived intent on murdering the suspected murderer. At this, Sun King lets loose of the powerful sunburst that dwells within his sun belt. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that'll teach you. Now, go on, go on, you rabble-rousing fools. Scatter. Get out of here. Get. Mm, yes, seems the sun belt worked perfectly. I was able to focus and hold back the ferocity of the blast. Most of the damage was done to the parking lot. Now, to get an interview with Taco Tortilla. Ooh, ooh, boy, I owe you a debt of gratitude, son. Hey, 
When that angry mob showed up, I thought my prisoner was as good as dead. I mean, hey, uh, my deputy Earl, yeah, he got so scared, he shot himself in the foot. And Dale, well, hell, he was so scared, he pooped his pates. So, uh, for what it's worth, I owe you, feller. Well, Sheriff, I'll give you a chance to make good on that. Huh? You see, I'm, uh, what you might say, uh, an investigator for a reporter. And, well, I was hoping you'd give me a chance to interview your prisoner, Taco Tortilla. Well, now, normally I'd have to say no, sir. Well, I'd be what? Having an angry mob just showed up trying to kill the man, and now a stranger in shiny tights shows up, who also just blew a giant hole in my parking lot, uh, wants to talk to him, uh... And, of course, uh, I got to take Earl to the hospital to get his foot looked to. And, of course, Dale, uh, he's done head home to change his paints. Uh, you'll be all alone with him, and uh, that's not a uh, normal procedure. But since I said I owed you, well, I guess it'll be all right. Thank you, Sheriff. You're a good man. And soon, outside the sale of one taco tortilla, see... I am being held for the murder of Tierra Rex, but I didn't do it. But Taco, if you didn't do it, who did? A dancer and pawn star named Baluna Nah. Uh, Baluna Not? See, she's one of the dancers at Club Gentleman. Club Gentleman? The nightclub owned by Lech Rex, Tiara's husband. See... Baluna was his mistress. But why would Baluna not want to kill Tiara Rex? Let's Rex put her up to it. He needed the insurance money on Tiara so he could pay off his gambling debts to the mob. Of course. It all makes sense now. So, where can I find this Baluna not? You can find her dancing at Club Gentlemen particularly on Friday and Saturday nights. Thank you, Taco. I'll see to it that the real murderers are brought to justice. So you believe me? Why, yes, yes, Taco, I do. So you see I don't belong behind bars. Well, that's where you're wrong, Taco, because even though you didn't commit the crime of murder, you are an illegal alien. And, well, since you don't have the respect for our laws of immigration and the nation's sovereignty, I'm afraid you're right where you belong. Oh, man. And later, at Club Gentleman, in his guise of Mark Milkdet, Sun King sits among the rest of the pole dancing enthusiasts, awaiting for the arrival of Baluna Knot. Mm. She should be coming on at any second now. <laughs> All right, slap your hands together as Baluna Knot slaps her cheeks. <laughs> Big round of applause for the lovely Baluna Knot. Soon, Baluna Knot does indeed take to the stage, writhing about on the stripper pole while stripping her outfit away down to her pasties and thongs. Little does she know, though, that she is being observed by the greatest exponent of justice the world has ever known. Well, hey there. You're new, huh? Huh? 
what? I, uh, you mean me? I, uh... Yeah, I mean you, golden boy. Damn. Look at you. Hmm. I'm gonna have to give you your introductory lap dance on the house. Uh, well, I... Oh! Oh! Oh, oh my. I... Oh, oh geez. Oh, my. And, oh, 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 uh, uh. Wait a minute, are you a cop? What? <laughs> no, 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 don't be ridiculous. I mean, <laughs> whatever gave you that idea? <laughs> well, because it felt like you had a gun in your pocket, but <laughs> I guess now we know you're just giving my lap dance and a thumbs up. Please, <laughs> not. All this excitement is arousing my ultimate power. I don't know if I can contain it. Oh, oh no! Can Sun King contain his ultimate power? Or will he just let it explode all over the floor of Club Gentlemen, thus revealing his secret identity? Find out in the next exciting chapter of The Adventures of Sun King! The Adventures of Sun King is a Nail Sin production. All characters and stories are written and performed by me, Douglas Nelson, with music by Kevin McLeod and other public domain sources. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Piper Laurie was frightening in Carrie. She is terrifying as Ruby. I'm here, Nikki. Uh, baby, how I want you. Ruby had a daughter. She was christened in blood, raised in sin. She's sweet 16. Let the party begin. First, there was the exorcist, then the omen, and Carrie... But nothing you have seen before could prepare you for what you are going to see in Ruby. Liar! 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 Ruby, starring Piper Laurie, Stuart Whitman, Roger Davis, and introducing Janet Baldwin. Ruby, a love affair with the supernatural. From Dimension Pictures, rated R, under 17, not admitted without parent. Oh, boy. What's the matter, Sally? I guess the beer just doesn't give me the buzz it used to. You need a butt chug. A butt chug? I'm not pouring beer in my ass. <laughs> not beer. Cough syrup. Here, let me flip you over. What? Oh, 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 oh my, oh. Let's move these panties aside. <laughs> and we'll insert this tube. Oh, ah, oh. Here comes the cough syrup, Sally. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> wow. The walls are melting I see flowers taking flight and turning into stars. <laughs> Can't get a buzz? Then you need a butt jug. Warning, butt jugging may lead to brain damage, rectal rot, and or farts that smell menacing.
Say, gang, can't get enough of Mr. Nelson? <laughs> yes, and who can? Well, to help out in between shows, why don't you head over to Zazzle.com slash V underscore MR underscore N-A-I-L-S-I-N underscore store. <laughs> yes, it's just that simple. There you'll find all kinds of t-shirts, mugs, stickers, and pins, and even hats. Yes, that's right. All adorned with artwork by yours truly, Mr. Nelson. And of course, most prominently, the Mr. Nelson t-shirt, the Mr. Nelson pins, buttons, uh, bumper stickers, and the mugs. Uh, did I say mugs? Yeah. And a night-night shirt, that too. Oh, yes, yes. And other lovely shirts that uh, feature artwork from uh, my Selfie store, my Selfie.com store slash Nelson, where you can watch my little four-man mystery science theater movies. Yes, 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 yes. And uh, other t-shirts and stuff that I did just for fun. Uh, and even the uh, the Rob Saul show uh, t-shirt is there. Yes, you can have all those goodies. You need to go to Zazzle.com slash the Mr. Nelson store. That's right. The Mr. Nelson store. Zazzle.com slash the underscore M-R underscore N-A-I-L-S-I-N underscore store. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's just that easy. And now it's time for perhaps, but maybe not. Has the identity of the notorious Jack the Ripper finally been revealed? The crimes of Jack the Ripper make one of the most famous unsolved murder cases of all time. Now, nearly 130 years after those gruesome murders cast a shadow over London, researchers believe they've uncovered the identity of their perpetrator. As the Telegraph reports, the claim is based on evidence from a diary that belonged to a Liverpool cotton salesman named James Maybrick in the late 19th century. In the diary, Maybrick describes killing six women, five in London's East Inn where the Ripper's historic murders occurred, and one in Manchester. He signed the 9,000-word volume... I give my name that all know of me, so history do tell what love can do to a gentleman born. Yours truly, Jack the Ripper. Jack the Ripper researchers have been aware of the document since it was discovered 25 years ago. While most experts have been hesitant to take it seriously, one team, led by White Nell and I writer and director Bruce Robinson, now believes it can prove the diary's authenticity. The team was able to trace the book back to Maybrick's former home in Liverpool, which challenges the idea that the account was forged long after the killing spree took place. Maybrick, an affluent merchant who lived on an estate called Battlecrease House, died in 1889, one year after the last murder attributed definitively to the Ripper. According to the research team, the diary was recovered from beneath the floorboards of his mansion by a group of electrical workers in 1992. From there, it fell into the hands of Mike Barrett, a former scrap metal dealer from Liverpool, who kept the origins of his discovery a secret in order to avoid legal repercussions. 
Suspects, including H.H. H. Holmes and a former royal obstetrician, have been accused of committing the brutal acts of 1888. The diary, which contains intimate details of the murders, could be the most damning piece of evidence in the century-old murder case, if it is indeed authentic. The transcript of the diary was first published in 1993 by Robert Smith. The follow-up to that discovery, 25 years of the diary of Jack the River, the true facts by Robert Smith, will be released with the new research on September 4th. So, was James Maybrick the notorious Jack the Ripper? Or is this just a, another publicity stunt to boost sales for a book that basically contains old material? Perhaps. But maybe not. All right. Uh, before I close out this episode of The Nelson Show, uh, episode 99... Yeah, yeah, hard to believe. But uh, before I close it out, I thought I'd say a few words about my good pal, the Reverend Bob Levy, who got me into this podcast business. And uh, recently, uh, uh, he was seriously injured by a drunk driver. Uh, he was minding his own business at a uh, traffic stop, and uh, this guy just slammed into him. And uh, uh, last I uh, uh, conversed with him, but it, uh, he's looking at uh, recovery might take for up to 8 to 12 weeks. So uh, that's what's going on with Bob. Uh, so if you can take some time to offer thoughts and prayers, uh, please do. And uh, uh, tweeting him a get well message wouldn't hurt either. And uh, that's all hope for a full recovery for uh, Bob Levy uh, to get back in the game. Uh, uh, we had... The crew was trying to restart the Bob Levy show, and then this happened. <laughs> so uh, there's no plans for any future uh, Bob Levy shows as of now. Uh, hopefully something along the way will come again. But uh, just as we got out the, the gate, uh, a drunk driver uh, crashes into Bob. So uh, that's the way these things go, I suppose. Uh, the lesson here is... Stop drinking and driving. <laughs> Jeez. You know, you want to do yourself in, just drink yourself to death at home. Uh, but don't get behind the wheel <laughs> and, and bring somebody else into your, your miserable soap opera. Uh, so again, uh, thoughts and prayers for Bob Levy and maybe even a, a nice little, uh, uh, get well message, uh, tweeted to him. Or send him to it on Facebook if you prefer. So there we go. Get well soon, Bob. Oh, well, we, we miss you. Um, so, uh, yeah, Nelson 99. So, uh, 100 will be coming next week. And, uh, well, we'll see what that is, won't we? <laughs> In the meantime, if you want to help out your old pal, Mr. Nelson, you can visit the stores that I'm constantly advertising on this show. Uh, of course, there's the Mr. Nelson store at Zazzle.com. You can go there. There's some uh, other shirts and things at Society6 slash Nelson. Uh, they're a little bit more pricey, but you can check those out. Some of them, uh, uh, they got those all over prints, which really look cool and stuff like that. But uh, the Zazzle store, there's uh, T-shirts, Nelson shirts, and then uh, shirts uh, with some artwork that I did. Uh, for posters for the, uh, Nelson Riffs 
films I did, which is my poor man Mystery Science Theater 3000 bit that I do on public domain films. And you can go to selfie.com slash Nelson and download those films. And those are dirt cheap. Uh, 99 cents for uh, um, a movie that's about 30 minutes. And then a buck 75 for a full film. Uh, meaning, you know, two hours at least. And a lot of those will feature an extra little 30 minute or, well, they probably cut down to like 20 minutes or so, uh, movie serial, you know, like Flash Gordon is the current one I'm going through. And eventually I'm going to release those separately. So they'll be, uh, the, you know, the 99 cents versions of those. But a lot of different films, before you get into the main film, uh, I give you that. Because in the old days, that's what you would get. Uh, a cartoon, the chapter of a movie serial, and then the main feature. Yeah, that's cool, isn't it? I think it is. And that's how I intend to do it. Eventually, I'm going to have some cartoons in there, too. And so there you'll, you'll get more uh, than just a film for your $1.75. Is that too much to ask? No. No, it isn't. And for the rest of you that just can't seem to find a buck 75, why don't you head over to my YouTube channel, Douglas Nelson? That's right. You just look up the YouTube channel, Douglas Nelson, and there's Nelson material there as well. Uh, I've moved my Nelson ratings there. So you can look up the Nelson ratings, uh, my YouTube channel. And, uh, I give reviews to movies and TV shows and, uh, other stuff will come along. Uh, but that's what that's there. There's other stuff there, but, uh, mainly I'm pushing you towards <laughs> that one. Uh, the Nelson range because they're monetized. Yes. Also what's monetized are the selfie.com, uh, uh, film, uh, trailers. And that's on my YouTube channel as well. And you can check those out. And, uh, if enough of you give enough views to those, Eh, YouTube will kick in a few pennies to me that way, too. So, see, there's all kinds of way you can help out your good pal, Mr. Nelson. Yes, yes. All right. Stay tuned to find out what happens next week on the 100th episode of the Mr. Nelson Show. <laughs> okay, there we go. Good night, everybody. views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they'll be promptly ignored and or blocked. There's so much pain and fear still out there from all the triggers that could pop up. Like a penis. Oh, God, you <laughs> shut up, Randy. You ruined everything. Damn.